Hello, welcome to the fourth Sunday in Lent. Thank you for joining me today. Let us begin our worship with a confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God, rich in mercy, by the humiliation of your Son, you lifted up this fallen world and rescued us from hopelessness and death. Lead us into your light, that all the deeds may reflect your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light, and do not come to the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. The light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. As I read the gospel for this week, this verse drew my attention. It is not the most recited verse in this section of John's gospel. The verse we hear repeated often is 316, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believed in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Yes, this is an important verse. It is a verse that gives us hope. But let's get back to the verse I chose for the sermon today. The light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. The verses we read today are part of a discussion Jesus was having with Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a leader of the Jews, and he came to Jesus in the night to learn from Jesus, because Nicodemus knew that Jesus was a powerful leader and had been sent from God. Nicodemus came to Jesus, the light, in the dark of the night. He came in the shadows of darkness so he could be with Jesus and not be seen by others. He knew there were still many people 
who did not believe in Jesus and wanted to get rid of him. Yet Nicodemus knew Jesus had much to teach him and wanted to know more. He was drawn to the light that Jesus was shining into the world. We hear so much about Jesus' followers, the ones who were anxious to be with Jesus and be taken care of by this caring person. They watched Jesus heal, teach, and feed people. They believed in him. But what about those who still lived in darkness? We don't hear about them except for the chief priests and the scribes who were out to destroy Jesus. Who were the others who still walked in darkness by choice? The verse I read refers to those who do evil deeds. Well, I'm sure there were some who did not like Jesus because he was condemning them for their actions. But I'm sure there were others who were not evil, yet were not sure who Jesus was and did not trust the stories they were hearing about his ministry. They had doubts that Jesus could really heal people, and they did understand did not understand his new way of teaching. They lived in darkness because they were unsure of this light, this light called Jesus, the light that was shining in their world. Living in darkness and not letting the light of Christ shine in is not just a problem that Jesus faced then. It is a problem we still see happening today. There are still people who are unsure of Jesus Christ. There are people who feel they are getting along just fine without Jesus in their lives. They don't realize the wonderful gift God has given us. The disciples of Jesus who followed him and watched his ministry had many obstacles to face as they tried to bring people into the light of Christ. After Jesus died, their ministry became even harder because they did not have Jesus with them. People who had not witnessed the resurrection refused to believe it. The ones who were glad Jesus was dead did not want to hear that he could possibly still be alive. Many disciples died for their beliefs. And we are now Jesus' disciples in this world. We are the ones who are called to carry on Jesus' ministry. We are the ones to bring people from darkness into light. Now we don't face the same hardships the early disciples did. But our task is not easy. We didn't see Jesus do his ministry what we know we have read in the Bible or learned in Sunday school in worship. Yet we need to have the same zeal as the first disciples. The light of Christ must shine through us. When Nicodemus visited with Jesus that night, one of the things Jesus said to him was, No one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. What is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of the Spirit is spirit. It is in the water 
and the Spirit that we get our love of Jesus Christ and our desire to live in the light of Christ. So where do we get the water and the Spirit? We get them in our baptism. We are here today because we were brought to a house of worship sometime in our life to receive the gift of holy baptism. It is in that baptism that we were given the power of the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ. It is in that baptism that we became a member of God's family and the light of Christ shined on us. It is the Spirit that lives within us that sends us out to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Today at Our Savior's, we are blessed to bring another member into God's family. As Benjamin gets baptized today, we can rejoice with his family. God is smiling on him and the Holy Spirit is stirring in all of us. Today, we will make promises to Benjamin to grow in his faith. Even those of this parish who are not witnesses of the actual baptism are called by God to support Benjamin. As he grows, his Sunday school teachers, pastors, and members of the parish are to teach and encourage him in his journey with Christ. It's not always easy to be a Christian. It's not always popular to be a Christian. There are still many people who live in darkness, but Christ's light will never stop shining. It shines through each of us. Don't let others' disbelief discourage you. Let their disbelief make you more determined to go out and proclaim the good news of Christ, the news that many need to hear. It may not always be welcomed, but you never know when what you say will touch someone and bring them out of the darkness. As we celebrate with Benjamin and his family, let us look to the future and all the other children who will come to the baptismal water, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, and feel the light of Christ shine on them. I ask you to continue to pray for Benjamin as he continues to grow in faith. Pray for his family and sponsors as they prepare to live out the promises they make here today. And pray for this parish as they continue to bring people from darkness into the light. Amen.
Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Relying on the promises of God, we pray boldly for the church, the world, and all in need. You sent your Son that the world might be saved through him. Inspire the witness of the church throughout the world. Empower missionaries, Bible translators, and ministers of service in your name. Bless our ELCA, Global Partner Churches, and Young Adults in Global Mission. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. From east to west, your steadfast love is shown. Nourish seas and deserts, wilderness areas and cities. Give water to thirsty lands. Nurture spring growth that feeds hungry creatures. Bless farmers as they prepare for the growing season. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You sustained your people in the wilderness. Give courage to all who lead in times of crisis and scarce resources. Prosper the work of those who aid victims of famine and drought. Bring peace in places where scarce resources cause violence. And be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Your mercy endures forever. Deliver all who cry to you, especially those who are hungry or without homes. Give life in places where death seems triumphant. Give healing to those who are sick and comfort those who mourn. We have pray especially for those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. By grace you have been saved. Fill this congregation to overflowing with that grace that we show mercy to others. And be with Benjamin and his family and sponsors as he begins his life as a blessed child of God. May we all find ways to help him grow in the faith. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Your Son was lifted up that whoever believes might have eternal life. We praise you for all who have died in Christ. Bring us all with the saints into the fullness of your promise. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. We entrust ourselves and all our prayers to you, O faithful God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me.
Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.